This is Becoming Inclusive from the Kaleidoscope Group, where we're thinking differently about diversity, equity, and inclusion for more empowered people at work. We're committed to real change, and that begins with real conversations. Welcome in. Hi, I'm Reginald Ponder, and welcome to another episode of Becoming Inclusive. You know, I don't even need to tell you. I'm here with my co-host, Catherine Potts. Hey, Kat, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Before we introduce our guest this week, Kat, I have a bone to pick. Oh, here we go. Is that you have been picking the topics without me. And (laughs) I feel like every week I should at least be able to pick the topics of our discussion. What's 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 going on with that? I know they don't want to hear us talk about that. But I, I just had a little bone to pick there. Uh, but I, I do want to introduce. Uh, you should feel. Oh no, I'm going to interject. You should feel empowered, Reggie, to come up. I am just living in a oh, field good. of. I'm living in a field of empowerment. Join me. <laughs> I, I love it. I I, I love it. It, it, it. And because I think last time we talked, we talked a little bit about unity. Let's unify here and welcome. Our guest Jody Matus and Jody is the oh Jody I'm I'm forgetting your title so please firstly welcome and a project manager director there it is Market, uh, marketing project director yep see 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 uh, <laughs> of the Kaleidoscope Group and and Jody we're we're really happy to have you on I know it took a little uh, twisting of the arm because you don't <laughs> like the. To, to be front and center. But what you do for the Kaleidoscope Group is really, really important. And we thought that uh, we could talk about it in the, in the way in which it absolutely impacts uh, diversity. A lot of folks think that, um, that when we, this, you, you do a lot of project management, you work with a lot of tools, a lot of technology, all mm-hmm. of that, all of that stuff. And people think when you do that, you actually solve some problems because technology is supposed to be agnostic. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's supposed to work for everybody. Right. And talking to you and Kat actually talking to you is that that's actually not the case. And so we're going to get into that uh, a, a lot. Uh, Kat, uh, if you want to reframe it for us a little bit, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I think just, you know, the concept around putting putting people back into the idea of project management, because, you know, everybody is different. So to assume that one way to get things done works for everybody um, is definitely not accurate. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Um Everybody has different working styles, right? What works for some may not work for others. Some people may prefer um, the project laid out in a project management tool. Other people might just say, put it on my calendar. You know, different team members may have different ways in which they work. Um, And it's learning those working styles. But then it's also... Getting to under uh, getting the folks on the team to make sure that they understand the goal. A lot of times, two projects are assigned to people like, "Oh, get this done," but there's this question like, "Well, why are we doing this and not working on this?" And so why? Be- Go ahead. So before we get there, though, Jody, uh, the the problem that I see with this discussion is that as a manager, and I mean as a as a vice president of a division or organization, I don't have time to try to figure out everybody's style. Uh, That's why I got the tool. 
I got the tool so that we know you go into this tool. This is where you're going to find the workflows This is where you're going to find your information. Go there and do that. When now you're telling me that from a diversity perspective that I need to have some sensitivity and some care to that. I, I, oh. the only, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the overall goal is obviously, you know, we, there are systems and tools and different things in place for a reason, right? And the goal really is to get the folks, whoever's on the project team to utilize those tools. Um, but until they get to that place of comfort, if you're in the middle of a project and say it's with, even with people you haven't worked on a project with before, right? You've, there's folks sometimes even inside KG, I've never worked with them on anything before, but I may ha now have to be involved in a project or they may rely on me to, hey, this is what we'd like to get done. Can you project this out? They may never have used that project management tool. So I can't initially rely on them to just, here's this tool, go ahead and start using it, right? So there's also getting people to that place of comfort with utilizing technology and utilizing those tools. But, and you have to get them to that point before it be, can just automatically become an expectation. Does that make sense? It, it, it does. Kat, you wanted to say something, but I, I, I have a burning question. So just go ahead and I'll, I'll jump No, back. I'll let you go because you pointed out that I come up with all the topics. So I'll let you have this moment. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. But so... So I, I, there's an age-old story. Uh, I, I, I think people tell it as a joke, but uh, I'm not a joke teller, so I'm just going to tell it as a story. So there's an age-old story. There's a, a young salesperson, and, and that young salesperson has a manager. And the manager says, well, how, how did it go uh, trying to uh, talk to Jody about this, uh, sell, sell this stuff to Jody? And the, sell, the young salesperson says, I did everything I could. I mean, I text, I, I emailed, I went to LinkedIn. I did everything I could to touch base with Jody. And it says, you did say, oh yeah, I, I emailed her a couple of times. I even texted her. I, 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 I even went on her social media. We, we just could not connect. And then the uh, older guy says, well, uh, <clears throat> did you call? And the younger person, well, huh? Did you call them? Like, get on the phone and call them. And they did not. So the reason I bring up that 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 story is that for me, I like to talk to people. So, Jody, you send me all these emails and things <laughs> I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, uh, and, and what happens invariably is I call you. <laughs> I call you and say, Jody, I don't even understand these 15 things. It's like, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. But it seems like that is problematic for for organizations to have people not working within the project management system. Mm -hmm. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that can be an issue. That absolutely can be an issue. And you know, that's a that's a comfort level. A lot of people, even still to this day in 2022, have issue with technology. Um, well, I think there's two, there's like aspects, right? Like aspects of a tool that probably are a little bit like putting someone's name in and their last name, like very, like those are very simple things that I think 
it's not having too high of an expectation to expect people to be able to put in those things. I think where, you know, that kind of then sort of evolves is, okay, how are we actually managing the project itself? So I think it's kind of like a tiered thing. Like there's certain things that it's like, yes, you should be able to put in the company name, right? Like you should be able to do those things. That's very, Mm -hmm. it's very obvious how to do that. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, beyond that, when it does become a little bit nuanced, that's where it's like you do till the points that you both have made, like you do have to consider like what is going to work for this person and how can I get them to a place that would be where works for everybody and less on their own Island. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have to consider those things. Yeah. So to your point too, Reg, when you were saying about, you know, you'd call me. Right. Um, And even when we were using that project management tool that we, we don't use anymore. Um, I was able to, yeah, <laughs> but I was able to get you to a place of comfort with it, right? And I did. There were times where I'd say, "Well, did you check Basecamp?" Oh, well, I said it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I'm not advertising for Basecamp, but I'm just saying, um, "Did you check Basecamp? Did you check the tool?" And you say, "Oh, you know what? You're right. Let me go check that." So sometimes there's even just that reminder because sometimes people do have that itch to just pick up the phone and call right away without taking a minute to just stop and go and wait. Oh, I'm supposed to check the tool or I'm supposed to check this, or that's right. Jody already sent this information over. Let me take a look at it first. You know, so I, it's also guiding people, right. To getting, getting, um, getting any tool or any process or anything. We have to, as project managers, we have to try to help people make it a routine, you know, it's an, if it's especially if it's a new thing. You did you did a good job with that actually, and I and and I'm not just saying that here. I think that you did do a good job with that because you 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 help try to build some confidence with me in terms of trying to figure out how to use the tool and 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 and, and all of that. However, there is this thing that Kat that you brought up at at the beginning that there are some different, and I think you said this as well, Jody, there are different ways that people learn and different ways that people thrive. So from a project management perspective, how do you, are there some ways to kind of incorporate that? Because it is absolutely true. There's some people are visual learners. I I think Kat, last time we had, we had one podcast where uh, it talked about how younger people actually prefer the non-human uh, and you even said that, you know, you'd like to stay at home, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> tell me what to do and I'll get it done <laughs> and, 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 and get it done. So because there are these different ways of being effective and because that's really what we want to make sure that people are in the in, at the end of the day is effective. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, part, a big part of being a project manager is getting to learn, getting to know the learning styles of the team you're on. That's like a a responsibility, I would say. Right. So to your point, there are some people that are visual learners or, you know, have to do everything hands on, you know, Hey, I just need to do this two times and I'll get it. You know, I, I need to do this. Just, just give me a couple of chances to do this hands on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Reggie. Um, <laughs> um, but then, you know, Kat will say, well, just tell me where to look for the information and I'll figure it out, you know? And she does. Um, um, so you just, you have, you have to also accept that not everyone's like you, right? So you can throw something at me too. And I, once I do it a couple times, I'm fine. So as a project manager, you do have that responsibility, um, to not just assume everybody's going to learn in the same way you do. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Some people need more coaching. Some people need more guidance. Some people need you to walk it through them live, you know, stay on the phone with me while I do this, you know? Um, And then even getting into the project and, and, and some folks aren't organized. So you'll oftentimes also work with people on a team where it's like, okay, you're clear, right? You have these five things to do. You have two weeks to do them. And about a week and a half in, I'm looking and I said, wow, they only have like three days left. They didn't do any of these five things, right? They didn't, they didn't check those boxes. They didn't get those things done. Um, so that can often be a frustration. But then I think also holding it as the head of the project, right? You also need to be real with those folks and call them out in real time and hold them accountable. If you don't do these five things, you're jeopardizing everyone else's role on this project or you're jeopardizing the project or whatever. So I think there's, it's, it's not always just about the project to your, to your point, what we've been talking about, it is about the people. Becoming inclusive is presented by the Kaleidoscope group, your full service, diversity, equity, and inclusion partner serving clients worldwide. We can help you develop organizational change that actively engages everybody in your organization turning resistance into energy and motivation for change. Let's talk about where you'd like to go and how to get there. Start with a visit to kgdiversity.com. I mean, that for me, and like in terms of my past experiences, I've definitely been in situations like to put some like experience behind it where something's just here. This is how we do it. Do it this way. This is how we all do it here. This works for me and the five other people. And there's sometimes an expectation that it needs to work for me too. And then that has led me and put me in a position where I couldn't thrive because it was like, this is how we do it. You have to do it this way. And then what happens too, is I think the perception sometimes, depending on what type of project manager you are, is that, oh, this person's just not getting it. And that's where it does, you do sometimes have that outcome of like, oh, people are being ineffective. Well, they're not being ineffective. It's that they just need to learn and know how to do this a different way. And let's look at how I'm delivering it to the person and what role am I playing as well mm-hmm. in getting them there. Yes, a person should also take accountability and say, this is not working for me, right? I need to learn a different way. But that's not always received as openly as I think some people think that they're telling people it is. I, I, I really like that you brought that point up, Kat, is that uh, as you talk about empowerment, because you said that's the word that you used at the beginning there, empowerment, we should all be empowered to say, look, this is what works for me. This is how I can thrive. That, that, that type of thing. But you're absolutely right. If I have a system in place, it's been working. You come into my system and then all of a sudden you say, I mean, you're not, you say, well, I can't do it that way. I'm looking at you kind of sideways because everybody else got it this way. So Jody, where you helped me is that I'm wondering what's a manager and I don't mean a project manager. I'm talking about what's that vice president? What's that middle manager to do when they find these types of situations? And you gave me one tip that I want to make sure that that I like is that you're saying that the project manager's job is to learn their people. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, 
there that is where some flexibility can happen flexibility in how long it takes that person to adapt to the system mm -hmm. and flexibility on maybe you're there's not a hundred percent that way if that person needs some type of augmentation is that's really what you're saying here correct yeah absolutely and i think you can miss out an exceptional talent if you take that stubborn stance of well you're just going to have to do it because these five other people do um, you know, do it this way. Sometimes I found in a lot of cases, actually, when you explain to someone like say using a system, right? Like you're talking about and this person cat, let's say it's you and you're having a horrible time. I know these five other people do it this way, but I just can't. Sometimes it's really helpful for folks to understand the why behind something, why it's being done this way. Um, and then it, and then it starts making things a little more clear. As to oh okay you know and now I now I'm getting it now I can I can jump on board now I can I, oh I love I I love that too Jody because when I understand even though it doesn't work for me but when I when I understand that it's tied into our sales system as well as tied into our compensation system that the reason we have we're using this particular tool is not just for the A B C and D is that there's some inner I'm just making that up because I yeah. do know that happens is there's yeah. some integration here so that there might not be a lot of flexibility in changing the system, but there may be some flexibility in how we use the system or employ, employ that system. Is, 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 was that what you, where you were going? Yeah. Part of it. Yeah. And then it's also, you know, like, yeah, the why, right? Like the, why are we using this system? But then sometimes there's also a question around people grasping what the project itself is about. Like, why is this important or what is this going to do for us if we get this done? What does this even mean? So really explain the whys behind those things. Because I honestly, I'm, I'm really one of these people. I really am one of those people. If I'm given a project and, I, and somebody says, I always ask what the goal is. Let me start there, right? So if somebody says, we need to do these four things and this is what we have to do. I say, well, what's the goal? What are we trying to get to? Why these four things? What is the goal? Because there may often be times, too, that I can make other suggestions, you know, or, or say, well, it'd be a little it, it, in order to get there. We don't need to do these 20 things you're suggesting as an example. Right. We we really only need to do these 10. And here's how we can achieve that. So understanding the goal is huge for even for the benefit of the like a great outcome on anything. Right. If you have the goal first and then you build you work backwards and build out the project or whatever you're working on it's usually more successful. And, and if everybody's on the same page with that too. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like also when you're trying to get buy-in for something, right? When you deploy something and people are like, oh gosh, another system, like why? You know, like even subconsciously, there's a part of you that's like, I am not going to sign on to this. I'm going to do the bare minimum. <laughs> I'm going to like whatever I have to do to appease at the very bottom because why? Like why? To your point, Jody, it's like why? You know, and I think again, we do discount a little bit how our subconscious actually affects like our conscious behaviors. And I really think that like, even on a small scale, if you can explain like to Jody's point, like explain like what it's going to do, how it's going to help the company, because at the end of the day, everybody at the company has like the same goal, right? We all want to be successful. We want the company to be successful. So like if, if that stays as like the main pillar and that's what's supporting why you're using something and you explain that why then you're more likely to have people, even if they like snail pace inch to it, 
get on board. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, the the what's what's great about this discussion are two things for me. One is that we are talking about how technology is not the end all be all. A lot of times we believe that that's the case. And we, we've we talked about that on in, in other areas, but I know today we're talking about it as it relates to uh, project management, but the, it's not the end all be all. The, the, the second thing is that there are people involved. And sometimes we, we forget that there are people involved in the things that we do. And, and I think, COVID for some people have said, because Kat, you have said it, you know, I, I, I'm fine being at home. Reggie, you can send me a couple of emails. I'm good. I'm ready to go. But I, I, I'd be lying to you guys that that for me, it's great to see both of you guys. It's great to interact with you guys more on a personal level than just having emails and systems and things of that nature. And I'm glad. Well, you know, Reggie, I'll call you up. You know, I'll call <laughs> you when I want to talk to you. Obviously, Jody and I work closely. To, well, we all, well, I work closely with both of you, so I talk to both of you a lot. Like, <laughs> but, but you know. There is, but, but there is that thing, right? Like I'm calling both of you too, because I have a, a professional and like a, per, a, a personal relationship with you both. Right. So that's different. If I only have professional, if I only have professional, I don't know who I'm calling on the side the way that I call you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and, 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 but just the, t- the, the discussion here today to just talk about having those considerations and understanding and not even, I love what you said here, Kat, not discounting someone saying that doesn't work for me. Now we might have to get them there. Like Jody said, but don't discount why it doesn't because Jody, you talked about the why that there's another why there as well. How come it doesn't work for you? What, what, What are the things that are, that are not making you as effective as you can be? And, and some of these systems, I think, are starting to think about that. How do we add chat to the system? How do we add maybe a video um, a video chat to the system? How do we add some of these other things that start to address some of the differences? And Because that's really what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Some of the differences that people bring to, to the workplace. Mm-hmm. Is that it's just not always one size fits all. And uh, I want to give both of you guys a chance to kind of close out, but I'll go with you first, Kat, and then we'll we'll let uh, Jody close out our discussion today. Yeah, I think also what can be damaging when you say, you know, everybody else gets it and why don't you, is you're also narrowing the opportunity for innovation with someone that could also possibly have a better way of doing something. Mm-hmm. And so you know, you want to be careful about that as well, because just because five, six of you are cool with the way that it is, does not mean it's the best way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. You're missing. Yeah, you could be missing out on exceptional talent, you know, um, and how do you know as well that those five people, they may be doing it, but they may hate it. They may be like, that's true. This is terrible. <laughs> I'm just doing it because I was told to do it. Um, so you're right. When you bring diversity, innovation, when you bring all that together, that's how you innovate, right? And so let's find a way that works for everyone. And that can't, you can't always find a way that works for everyone. I mean, let's be real, but you can, you can do what you can. If you know you have the right talent, it's about working with that talent 
and getting to a place where you're all successful and can't all feel like you can be successful. Wow. Well, here we go again. Thank you so much, you guys. I really appreciate both both of you. And I said, you guys, I, I, I've been trying to say you folks. Um, so uh, thank you, you folks, for, for being here. I really appreciate it. Uh, that is Catherine Potts, my co-host, and that is Jody Matis. And I want to thank both of you guys, both of you, uh, for coming on the show again today. And this is Becoming Inclusive. I'm Reginald Ponder, and I'll see you folks next time. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for joining us. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Becoming Inclusive is presented by the Kaleidoscope Group your full-service diversity, equity, and inclusion partner serving clients worldwide. Learn more and continue the conversation at kgdiversity.com.